Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Sunday, February the 13th, 2022. It is currently, I'm sorry, I I have to laugh. I have to laugh because I I hit the big red go live button, the intro played, and then the intro ended. And all of a sudden I'm like, it's Sunday. And I have no idea what the date actually is. So I I was trying to grab the iPad and I almost dropped it. So let's, let's, let's do that again. Okay. Have you ever made a mistake? Have you ever messed up? Of, Of course you have. And when you're live on the air, there's no second take. There's no second chance. You're just live. So, so all I can do is do a second take, even though it doesn't really change anything. You've already heard my mistake, but here you go. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Sunday, February the 13th, 2022. It is currently 3.40 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Empty Sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church located right here in Ovalo, Texas. I I apologize for that very rough start, but in some ways, I don't apologize because that very rough start is very symbolic of the week you have in store for yourself. You're like, wait, you know something I don't? Well, I do. I don't know what's going to happen in your life this week, but I do know it's going to be a very rough week if you decide to participate in the Bible study exercise for this week. It's going to be very rough, very difficult, but I think very spiritually beneficial if you will participate, all right? So I, so in a way, I'm using all of that intro to try to get you prepared for a very difficult and rough week. That, that intro was very rough and very difficult and very messed up. Well, this week, it's at times, it's going to feel very difficult, very rough. It may feel even a little messed up because you may have to confront some things that you don't want to confront and deal with some emotions that maybe you have tried to forget about, but you are going to need to face them head on this week. Because all of this week for our Bible study exercise, we're going to be dealing with a subject that definitely needs to be talked about and something that definitely needs to be dealt with if it's present in your life or if it is present in mine. All right. Are you ready? I hope you are. We're going to start off right, I mean, right out of the gate here as we introduce this new week of Bible study. We are going to start with some very difficult questions. And if you don't, listen, if you don't take the time to really answer these questions and think about these questions and meditate on these questions, then this week's Bible study exercise may not be that beneficial to you. You really need to start doing the the difficult work Right here at the beginning. Are you ready? Here we go. The first thing I want you to consider, and I really want you to write these questions down. And I really want you to, these are going to be stated as questions. Are they going to be stated as just something I want you to do? It'll all make sense in a minute. I want you to think of the worst thing someone has done to you, or to put it in a question form, what is the worst thing someone has ever done to you. I, I really, I want you to write down who did it and I want you to write down what they did. 
the worst thing you can think of, the the worst thing. It hurts you in ways that maybe you still have never come to grips with. It really, really hurt you. I want you to be brutally honest, right? You don't have to show this paper to anyone. You don't have to send it to me. You don't have to tell anyone, but I want you to take the time. I know you may, you don't want to even think about it. Maybe you've tried to forget it. Maybe you've tried to push it down and move on, but I want you to think about one of the worst things that's, that someone has ever done to you. The worst thing and worst is defined by you. It's not defined. Like you may think, man, that's the worst thing someone has ever done to you. And other people may hear the story and go, that, wait, that's the worst thing? But to you, it, it, this is a personal thing. It's not about what other people may think. It's not about whether you, well, I shouldn't be that upset about it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how insignificant it may seem to someone else. It, it, it may not even, it doesn't even matter how insignificant you've tried to make it. What is the worst thing Someone has done to you according to your feelings, your perception. What was it? Write it down. I, I know you don't want to. I know it may be rough. I, mean, I know it may be painful, but I'm telling you, this is so very important in the Bible study exercise that we have in front of us for this week. Number two. So number one, what is the worst thing someone has done to you? Number two. In what way has someone betrayed you? I'm trying. I'm trying to put these down as questions. All right. I want. What, what? In what way has someone betrayed you? Or in in what way have you been betrayed? I want you to think of a time you have experienced being betrayed, betrayal. Someone betrayed you in some way, shape, or form. What happened? What did they do? How did they betray you? I, I want you to really think of betrayal, betrayed. I want you to really think of those terms and think of, well, this person betrayed me and think of how they betrayed you, how they, they in a sense, we may use the phrase, uh, how, how they messed you over. We may use that phrase. So number one, what is the worst thing someone has ever done to you? And I want you to think of a, a way in which someone has betrayed you. Now that betrayal may be the worst thing someone has ever done to you. They may the answer may be the same for both. That's okay. You just write it down. This is what the person done. And then you can say, uh, you know, how did someone betray me? Well, you know, see the worst thing that ever happened to me because that was betrayal and that's what occurred. And there's a high probability that the worst thing someone ever did to you was betrayal. Sometimes betrayal is the thing that we feel the most, right? So what is the worst thing someone has ever done to you? How has someone betrayed you? And number three, in what way has someone hurt you? Think of a way, think of it this way. What What was the greatest hurt someone ever inflicted upon you? Now, it could be a physical, it could be a physical uh, hurt. It could be an emotional hurt. You, 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 it, could, it could be emotional, it could be mental it could be physical. What, think, in what way has someone hurt you the greatest? And what, who hurt you? How did they hurt you the greatest? Now, it may be, it may be the worst thing that someone has ever done to you is the way, the, the worst hurt someone has ever done, you know, given to you or, or inflicted upon you. And it may be, the, uh, the, the, when did someone betray you or how did someone betray you? It may be 
the, the greatest hurt that you've ever encountered. So think of the worst thing someone has ever done to you. Okay, think of, of how someone has betrayed you. Or again, we put this in question, as question in a question form. What is the worst thing someone has ever done to you? How has someone betrayed you? And how, and what is the, uh, in what way, or what is the greatest hurt someone has ever inflicted upon you? I, I want you to think about them, but I want, you, I want you to try to answer them as questions, right? Because this is very important, right? So what is the worst thing someone has ever done to you? How has someone betrayed you? In what way have you been betrayed? And uh, what's the worst hurt someone has ever inflicted upon you? And it can be physical, it can be mental, it can be whatever. I want you to think about the pain. I want you to think about the betrayal. I want you to think about the worst thing ever done to you. And these may all be the exact same event. The worst thing someone ever did to me was betray me. And this betrayal was the greatest hurt ever inflicted upon me. And this and hurt me. This betrayal hurt me emotionally. It hurt me mentally. It hurt me physically. Maybe the betrayal even led to a physical pain. What is the worst thing someone has ever done to you? And what it, when has someone betrayed you? How have you been betrayed by someone? And what is the greatest hurt someone has ever inflicted upon you? Well, I want you to, I, I, and I, you've got to hear what I'm about to say here. Because I know you're going to say, well, this is crazy, but it's not. I want you to feel those emotions again. I want you to Feel the emotion of the worst thing that's ever happened to you. I want you to feel the emotion of the betrayal that you experienced. I want you to feel the hurt, that the greatest hurt that anyone has ever inflicted upon you. I want you to at least relive it maybe for 30 minutes. I want you to feel that emotion. And the way is by writing it down. It may be hard to write it down. It may be difficult, but please write it down. Right? Do you feel that? Do you remember it? Oh, I, I, I can sit here and I could start going through. I don't even know. I, I hate to say this, and 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 I think a lot of people may feel this. Well, man, people have done some really horrible things to me. I like I can think of all the horrible things that people have done to me, and I don't know which one I would label as worst. I I think I would have a hard time figuring out the worst thing someone has ever done to me. I mean, there are uh, some horrific things that have, I've experienced in my life. Absolutely twisted, crazy things I've experienced in my life. But I don't want to sit here and turn this into story time, telling you all of my horrible experiences. I'm just saying you may struggle trying to figure out the worst thing. But I think ultimately, it will. if you'll think about it, it will rise to the surface. How has someone betrayed me? Oh, I've got some, I've got some good examples of betrayal. I mean, whew. Those, those, I, th I think, uh, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got some good ones right there. And how has someone hurt me? I, I, I don't know if I want to go with emotional pain or physical pain because I've experienced some serious physical pain. So, um, yeah, there, there's a lot I could go with, but I want you to really feel that, all right? You, you, you may want to just take, you know, 30 minutes to work on that. And after you've done that, after you have felt that, and it's going to give it, then this is going to get very difficult and it's going to get very hard. And the reason it's going to get very difficult and very hard 
is the next part. You're going to have a tendency. The next part may be difficult because you may have a hard time remembering these things because we have a tendency to forget this next part. Are you ready? Here we go. Think of what is the worst thing you have ever done to someone else? What is the worst thing you have ever done to someone else? We are quick to remember the worst thing that's ever happened to us. Oh, we are, boom, yeah, I've got, I've got a list of the top 50 things done to me. But sometimes we're not as quick to remember the worst thing that we've ever done to someone else. And you know what's sometimes interesting? Sometimes if we were to talk to people who you've been close with or your friends or people who, who know you really well, maybe family members, and we say, what is the worst thing that person has ever done? They may be really quick to go, oh, it was the year that give you the year, the month, the day, the hour. That person did this to me. But if I was to ask you, you may be, be, you may be like, wait, what? I did what to them? And you may not even remember it, which is very telling and a very important lesson we're going to be discussing this week, right? What is the worst thing you've done to someone else? What is the worst thing? Okay, number two, how have you betrayed someone? What is the worst betrayal you ever inflicted on someone else? How did you betray them? I want you to write it down. What is the worst thing you've ever done to someone? And how have you betrayed someone else? I want you to write down what you did, how you betrayed them. I, 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 I've got mine down. That, that, one's, that one's easy for me to, 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 to remember. Um, I've done a lot of horrible things in my life, a lot of horrible things in my life. So I don't even know where I would begin there. Uh, and think of how you've hurt someone else. I think my betrayal was the greatest, was how I've hurt someone the most. So I want you to think of uh, the worst thing you've ever done, the uh, the greatest betrayal you've ever inflicted on someone else, and I want you to think of the greatest hurt you've inflicted on someone else. I know this is a, a very strange way to begin a week of Bible study, but in this particular case, it really isn't because it's very relevant to what we're going to be doing. All right? Think of the worst thing someone has ever done to you. Think of how someone has betrayed you and think of how of, of how you've hurt someone. Or what is the worst thing someone has ever done to you? What is the greatest betrayal you've ever experienced? And what is the greatest way someone has hurt you? If we want to put it in question forms, whichever way works. What is the worst thing you've ever done to someone? What is the greatest betrayal you've ever inflicted on someone? And, and, and what and how have you hurt someone in a, a significant way? What is the greatest hurt you've ever inflicted on someone else? I want you to really think about those. I want you to live them. I want you to meditate on them. I want you to think about them all this week. Right? I know it won't be pleasant. I know it will be difficult. I know it's not going to make for a great week, but it will be spiritually significant for you if you want to really benefit from this week's Bible study exercise. Now, after you've considered those, what, you, what people have done to you, and then after you've considered what you've done to someone else, 
then I want you to stop and I want you to really be honest. Which one of all of those things listed? The worst thing done, the greatest betrayal, the greatest hurt, whether done to you or done to someone else. Which one of those things do you still feel the most? Which one do you still feel the most in your emotions? It brings up the greatest emotional response. You still feel it. It still brings shame or guilt or it brings anger, resentment, and bitterness. I want you to identify which out of those six things, right? Things directed towards others, things directed towards yourself, or things directed towards uh, yourself and things directed towards others. I want you to just really, 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 really think which one really hits you the strongest emotionally. I mean, which one just, it's, it's just like a slap in the face. The minute you start thinking about it, you're like, mm, oh, whatever it may be. It may, listen, we may be, we may be getting close to something that you've never even told anyone else. Something may have happened to you that you've never told anyone else and you don't need to tell anyone else about it this time. No one's trying to manipulate you into sharing any private information. This is about you dealing with it, right? Because the thing that you still feel those emotions, you still feel that emotion, that's what you need to deal with. That's what you need to deal with this week. Because this week, all this week, we are going to be talking about the spiritual pitfall of bitterness. Bitterness is a dangerous spiritual pitfall that most people have experienced it in some way, shape, or form. And you still may have plenty of bitterness deep inside of you. That bitterness may be directed at others. That bitterness may even be directed at yourself, but you have it. And we have to deal with it because if you do not, it will absolutely derail and destroy you spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and it will derail your spiritual life. You have to deal with it. So this week begins very simple. Let's go through this again. First, I want you to think about uh, what's been done to you. What is, what is the worst thing someone has ever done to you? I want you to know exactly what it is. Some of you have experienced some really horrible things. Maybe you don't even want to admit it. Maybe you don't even want to talk about it. Maybe you don't even want to write it down. That's the one you have to write down. How has someone betrayed you? What is the greatest betrayal that someone has ever inflicted upon you? And what is the greatest hurt someone has ever inflicted upon you? And then I want you to flip it. What is the worst thing you've ever done to someone? How have you betrayed someone else? And what is the greatest hurt you've inflicted on someone else? Then out of those six things, which one do you still feel the most emotionally? The one that you have the strongest emotional reaction to? Because all of that is going to be critical to studying the spiritual pitfall of bitterness. Okay, that's how we're going to start this week. I know you're like, wait a minute, this is a, 
this is a different kind of Bible study exercise. It is. But remember, that's the, the beauty of doing this series. The Bible study exercise is every week we face a different passage of Scripture. We approach it in a different way. Sometimes it's very hermeneutical based and exegesis, and sometimes it's very practical. It's it's more, sometimes it's very theological uh, and a, a kind of a theology proper kind of way. Sometimes it's very hermeneutical, trying to understand how to interpret a passage and all the difficulties uh, based on the text. Sometimes it's very practical theology. It deals with very practical principles for your Christian life. And this is a very important one, right? So after you've done those things, here's what I want you to do. I want you to spend some time working on the word bitterness, all right? First, I want you to find a good English translation. I'll give you, or English translation, a good English definition. Here we go. Bitterness. Uh, sharpness of taste, lack of sweetness. So that usually refers to the fact that when you eat something, oh, that's bitter. That's bitterness when you when you partake of that. But but at this, in the same way, it, it still is applicable. When someone has done something horrible to you, when someone has betrayed you, when someone has hurt you, there's no sweetness in their actions. There was no sweetness in their words. There was no sweetness in what they did. So it was, it was sharp. It was bitter. So, so you can still make that applicable. That there are times in your life where you're in a sense going to have to partake of something in life that lacks any sweetness. It's sharp, it's painful, it's horrible, it's bitter. But the, the, the one that we're really looking for, bitterness is defined. Anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly. Resentment. It's anger and disappointment. It is resentment. Is a, is a word that's very much connected here. Bitterness is anger. It is disappointment at how you have been treated. So when you think about those, the, the, the worst thing someone has ever done to you, when you think of the way someone has betrayed you, when you think of the way someone, the greatest hurt someone has ever inflicted upon you, there's a great chance that you will start feeling these feelings of anger, of disappointment maybe even depression, resentment, frustration, pain. Well, that tells you that that little bit of bitterness may still be deep inside of you. And listen, that bitterness will not do anything to the person you're bitter at. It will only negatively impact you. But I want you to come up with a, Good English definition of bitterness, right? A good English definition of bitterness. Then I want you to look up bitterness in as many Bible dictionaries as you can find, one, two, three Bible dictionaries, and just write down every everything they have to say. You just so, oh, put it this way. Summarize everything they have to say in regards to bitterness, right? What is bitterness? The different ways the term bitterness is used in the Bible, other words in the Bible that obviously reference bitter is, is speaking of bitterness, but may use a different term. Think of all of those related terms that can, okay, no, when the Bible speaks of bitterness, it uses this term, this term, and this term, but they're all related to the same thing. Find all of related terms. Summarize what the Bible dictionary has to say. 
right? Then on any of those words, better, bitterness, um, and any related words, that's obviously referencing bitterness, but maybe using a different term. Look up those terms in the Greek and Hebrew and see if they offer any insight into what bitterness is. Is the term bitter or bitterness used in the Old Testament? How is it used there? What is the Hebrew word? Is bitterness used in the New Testament? What is the Greek word? Are there other related words that, that, that are referring to bitterness but use different terms? Where are those terms found in the Bible? And what does the Greek and Hebrew say there? Any, just any insight you get into the meaning of the word. Right? So you start off by examining the things done to you and the things you've done to other people. You determine which one brings about the greatest emotional response out of you. All right. Then you come up with an English definition for the word bitterness. Two or three English uh, dictionaries, if they all say the exact same thing, great. If there's any deviation or difference, note that. Then Bible dictionary, Bible dictionary, and then just a basic word study. The word bitter, the word bitterness, how is it used in the Old Testament, New Testament? Uh, what, what's the meaning of the Hebrew and Greek words? Do you learn anything there? Are there related terms that refer to bitterness using a different word? What are those words? And what do they mean in the Greek and the Hebrew? Right? So you're doing kind of a, a, a very simplistic word study. I could get you to go into far more detail, but that, that's going to get you really thinking in regards to the subject of bitterness. Then, after you've done all of that, this week, I want you reading Genesis chapter 42 to Genesis chapter 48. Now, I know that's the largest section of scripture that I've ever assigned for any of the Bible study exercises. And we've done hundreds now of Bible study exercises, hundreds. We've done a lot. And these Bible study exercises, usually we deal with a very small section of scripture. But this week, it's Genesis 42 through 48, and I want you reading that entire section at least twice, right? Five times is what you should, but at least twice. And as you read it, all right, I want you thinking, this is very important. I'm just going to kind of, remember, Bible study exercise. I'm going to kind of guide you here. Look at everything Joseph does. And, and in a sense, play, you can, you, you know, question what he does. It, is, 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 is because Joseph is going to do a lot of things to his brothers here. And you have to ask yourself, is this really necessary? Is he doing this because he wants to prove a point? Is he doing this to get a little bit of revenge? Why is he going all, I mean, it seems like an elaborate, you'll see an elaborate system to his brothers when he could just say, hey guys, I'm your brother. Welcome here. Let me help you. But he doesn't do that. So is, does this demonstrate a little bit of, of something? Just play the devil's advocate with it, all right? Okay, just, not, not, maybe not the greatest term, but and it's, it's just question it. And then here's what I want you to, to really, really focus on. In Genesis 42 through 48, when the section ends, you're going to see that Joseph clearly demonstrates 
a lack of bitterness, or at least he resolves any bitterness that he may have had. Like you may see some of his actions and think, man, what are you doing? But when it's all said and done, he clearly seems to demonstrate that he has defeated his bitterness, gotten over his bitterness, or his bitterness is completely just, maybe it never even existed, however you want to look at it. But I want you to see in Genesis 42 through 48, is there any clue in Genesis 42 to 48, is there a clue in how we should deal with our bitterness? Is there, is there some kind of solution hinted at? Now, I know this is weird because, because technically what we should do is just go through Genesis 42 through 48 right now before I even ask that question. But Bible study exercise rules are in force here. So instead of doing it, I'm, I'm telling you what to do. And I'm just, I'm, uh, we've been working on G- uh, Genesis. So the, uh, my, I'm operating from the idea that anyone participating is people who've been participating in all of our studies. If you've missed any of our studies, you may have to go back and pick up the narrative about Joseph. Let me just simply explain to you what has happened. Joseph was the favorite son. Everything was going great for Joseph. His father loved him uh, above all of his brothers. Everything's wonderful. His father made him a coat of many colors. Everything's great. He gets these dreams. Everything's wonderful. And the next thing you know, his brothers despise him. His brothers hate him. And they, well, they plot to kill him. They end up throwing him in a pit. And then they decide to sell him as a slave. So Joseph goes from favorite son to a slave. He's, everything's going great as a slave, as as good as it can be as a slave. Everything seems to be going well. God is blessing. And the next thing you know, he's falsely accused of basically rape. He ends up in prison. As he's in prison, he gets completely forgotten. And after a couple of years in prison, he's finally remembered. And the next thing you know, he's basically second in charge in Egypt. All right. Now I'm, I'm, I'm very simplifying the story, but now that he's like the second in charge in Egypt, well, there's a famine in the land and now his brothers, the very ones who sold him into slavery, the very ones who killed him and the very ones who lied to their father about what happened to him. Well, guess what? They have to go to Egypt to try to find food because there's a famine and guess who they're going to run into? You guessed it. Their brother, the one they sold into slave, the slavery, the one they told their father died, that Joseph now is in charge and they need him to get food. They need him for his survival. And when Joseph realizes that's his brothers, he goes to this kind of elaborate plan, making his brothers do all of these things, scaring them to death, creating anxiety and worry. And then finally, but as you go through the text, you're going to see Joseph's emotions. They keep coming out. His emotions are there. So he's emotional in the middle of all of this. So why is he doing this to his brothers? Is that a good thing? Is it a right thing? And then ultimately, when it's all said and done, Joseph makes a very, very, very important claim that I think possibly may be the hint to how we deal with our bitterness. You'll have to see what you think. There you have it. It's going to be a rough week. It's going to be a difficult week. Just like the intro for this was very rough and uh, rough and difficult because I, for some reason, had difficulty knowing the day. And I know that's a foolish way to illustrate it, but I just want you to just realize that this, this Bible study is going to start off rough. It's going to start off difficult. Now, you, I know what you can do. You don't have to participate. There's going to be uh, this will this episode will get thousands and thousands of listens, thousands and thousands of streams. 
99% of the people will not even bother to, to participate. 99% of the people will not even do anything that I ask. I know that. Uh, but the only one you're cheating is yourself. My, my job is to provide the Bible study exercise and say, here you go. I pray that God will put this in front of people. People will hear this that truly want to study and truly want to deal with maybe bitterness that's still deep inside of them. There is a resentment. There is a pain because of how they were treated. And it may go back 25 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It may go back to 24 hours ago. And you say, well, no one's ever hurt me. No one's ever betrayed me. No one's really done anything wrong to me. Well, praise God. That is great. I didn't know you were a member. I didn't know your life was a Disney movie, but that's right. No, even in Disney movies, bad things happen. Okay, but you get the idea. Okay, I didn't know Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Wherever you live, okay, clearly things are great for you. That's wonderful, okay? But you, so you may not be able to answer some of those questions, but you still want to participate in understanding bitterness, looking up the word and finding out everything about it and reading this story because trust me, maybe you've not experienced someone doing something horrible to you. Maybe you've not experienced someone hurting you. Maybe you've not experienced someone betraying you, but all you're going to have to do is stick around because it will happen. It's going to come from a family member, a church member, a pastor. It's going to come from someone at work, a neighbor. It's, it's going to happen. You're going to feel pain. You're going to be hurt. Someone's going to do something horrible to you. And if you've never experienced it, praise God. You don't have to go through all the baggage of trying to overcome it. You, you can just prepare yourself for it. But I'm assuming 99.9% of the people listening to this, you have been hurt. You have been betrayed. People have done horrible things to you in some way, shape, or form. And your spiritual life still may be suffering to this very day as a result of it. So we're going to deal with it biblically. We're going to try to figure out, let me say it this way. We're going to try to find out what the biblical solution is to it. People spend thousands and thousands of dollars going to counseling to try to fix some of these issues that I think are very much can be answered. I'm not, I'm not, and by no means am I saying don't go to counseling. By no means, I'm not saying that. Go to a counselor if you need to. Seek all the professional help you can. But I'm saying that sometimes I think the answer may be right here in, the, in, the, in, in God's word. We just don't like what it has to say. We may not like its solution. And I think there's a very difficult and rough solution maybe found in 42 to 48. But I'm going to let you figure out what it is. What is the solution? I'm not saying it's the only one. But it may be the, put it this way, Genesis 42 through 48, you're not going to get some doctrinal thesis in Genesis 42 to 48 and how to deal with bitterness. We're just going to see, well, why did, why did Joseph seem to be able to let it all go? Why does he seem to just, there's no bitterness and there's no resentment. Now, maybe at the beginning, when he first sees his brother, maybe there is a little bitterness, bitterness. Maybe there is a little resentment and maybe he works through it. Maybe that, does that, I, again, I'm, I'm throwing out ideas. You'll have to figure that out. All right, now, I don't have anyone in the room. So typically, when I give a bunch of instructions, someone almost inevitably will raise their hand and say, can you repeat that one? Can you repeat that one? Can you repeat that one? 
No one has popped into the chat to say, can you repeat that one? Clearly no one in this building has raised their hand because there's no one here. So let me just go through these again, all right? You're going to start the week off doing a little bit of self-examination, a little bit of a trip down memory lane. What is the worst thing someone has ever done to you? How, in what way has someone betrayed you? And how has some, what is the greatest hurt someone has ever inflicted upon you? Now, those answers may all be the same for each one, but I'm just asking them in different ways to try to really, really, really ensure that we, we find, we, we get the target right over the spot, right? I want to get the target right over the spot. So boom, the emotions come flooding back in, right? Because that's the only way to really make any progress here. Then I want you to think of the worst thing you've ever done to someone. I want you to think of the, of the way you have betrayed someone. I want you to think of the greatest hurt you've ever inflicted on someone. So think about what's been done to you. Think about what you have done to others. Then I want you to stop and go, which one do you still feel the most emotionally? Which one do you still feel the most emotionally? Which one, which one do emotions still rise up in you? It's crazy how some things stick with you. Look, I'm, I'm sitting here in an empty building in Ovalo, Texas in 2022. And if I get in my car and I go and I back up and, go, and hit the highway that's directly behind my car, right? I think it's Highway 83. And I, and I go right out of, the, out of the church parking lot and I head towards Tuscola, Texas. It's about two miles away. So I'm, I'm there in no time, right? Two or three minutes, I'm in Tuscola. And as soon as I enter into Tuscola, it's just one main street going through. You know, there's some side streets, but the main street that just goes through, I'm going to pass an Alsips, some other eating places. And then there it is, Jim Ned High School. Jim Ned High School. Now, the, the old building is still there. That was the high school, the old building. The new building wasn't there when I went to school there, but the old building is the school that I went to when I was in high school. And the only way I can describe those four years was four years of absolutely, they were horrible. They were horrible. They were torturous. They, I, there's no way, I, I despise, even to this, when I just get near the building, I still feel the emotions, which is not a good thing. Now, in many ways, I let it go. In many ways, I wash my hands of it, but I can still feel the emotions. I can still look at the parking lot and look at, and look at the building and know what, what happened in certain parts of those buildings when horrible things occurred. And out of that, it just brings back all the memories of my life at that point with everything going on with my family. That's the, you know, that's the school where I got the notification that basically my mother was dead, you know, as a, and I'm a teenager in high school. All the, I mean, I could go through it. It's just, there, it's a, it's almost like it's a scab. And if I spend too much time looking at it, it just rips the scab off and the emotions come back. Now, that's not, a, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I've done a lot to move past it. In many ways, I've done a great job. In other ways, I haven't. But that's just, that's just an example for me. If I, if I go through Tuscola and go to Buffalo Gap, Texas, I can drive past the house that I lived in where a lot of horrific, horrible things took place. 
I can go out of Buffalo Gap and I can go to the Buffalo Gap Cemetery and I can pull in through the gate, go right up right there next to the little chapel. And there's my mother's grave. Oh, that will bring up some really, 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 really bad emotions. And then if I go to Tuscola, instead of go through Buffalo Gap, I go the back way going a different direction. I'll find another cemetery. Cemetery. I don't even know the name of that cemetery. And oh, there my father is buried there. Yeah, not buried next to my mother. That's a whole long story. Yeah, that brings up some emotions. Yeah, I, I, I've got plenty here. So I don't want you to think that I'm coming at this like I've got it all figured out, guys. No, 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 no. I don't have it all figured out. I'm not, I'm not coming at you like, hey, I'm, I'm the expert. And I, no, what we're, we're going to have a rough week together struggling through this. Just like I struggled at the beginning of my introduction, we're going to struggle through this and try to figure out where that where that bitterness is where that resentment is where that discouragement depression where it is we're going to put the target on it we're going to feel it we're going to look at how joseph dealt with i mean if anyone had a reason to feel some bitterness and some resentment I think when your brothers try to kill you and sell you and you're a slave and you've been a slave for multiple years of your life and you've been imprisoned, okay, um, all because of your brother's hatred of you, man, that's some bitterness right there, okay? That's some strong bitterness. But somehow Joseph, even though we may question some of his actions to his brothers when he meets them, when it's all said and done, his actions are wow. Very godly, and I'm very convicted by them. Does the text give me any answer? That we're going to look for that answer. We're going to look for that answer. And, and I'm also, just so that you, if you haven't caught on, I'm kind of setting you up for another possible answer that we may not see in Genesis 42 through 48, but we may find in other parts of the Bible. That's why I wanted you to think, spend some time looking at things you have done to other people. Because I think in that little exercise, there's a possible answer in this as well. So so I'm not doing that just to give you things to do. All right. So I want you to to go all through those things. I want you to find the English. I I know I kind of got sidetracked there and didn't give you all of your assignments. So the worst things you've ever done to uh, the worst thing the worst thing ever done to you, uh, how someone has betrayed you, uh, the, the greatest way someone has hurt you, the worst thing you've ever done to someone else, the way you've betrayed someone else, the, the greatest hurt you've ever inflicted on someone else. All right. Then I want you to determine which one you feel the greatest emotions about. Right. Then I want you to uh, look up the English definition of the word bitterness. Two or three dictionaries really have that down. I want you to look up bitterness in a Bible dictionary. Then I want you to just do a little word study. Okay, bitterness. Is bitter bitterness used in the Old Testament? What's the Hebrew words? What do they mean? In the New Testament, what are the Greek words? What do they mean? Are there any related terms that, ta- that would still be referring to the same thing, bitterness, but using different words? What are those words and what do they mean? Uh, you know, in the Greek or Hebrew, so that you have a basic understanding of what bitterness is. I want you to really know what it is, because if you don't know what it is, you can't diagnose yourself if you have it. The more you, the more you understand what it is, the more you'll see it in yourself. And then the more you see it in yourself, then okay. Then I want you to read Genesis 42 through 48. 
Genesis 42 through 48, tried at a minimum twice. And then I want you to see if there's any answer in 42 through 48 and how at least Joseph handled or, or what was the solution Joseph discovered in handling clearly bitterness and emotion that he felt and the wrong that was done to him, that was inflicted upon him by his own brothers. There you have it. It's going to be a good week of Bible study. Or at least I think it's going to be. (laughs) I think it's going to be. Right now I want to open up Genesis 42 and just start reading, but but, but uh, this week is going to be a lot of your own work, your own work. And I think what will determine a lot what we talk about is what you're telling me, right? Um, it's, it's going to be a lot of your feedback. So hopefully, now you don't have to share anything personal, but just any, anything you can share will be very insightful to going, you know, ooh, that, we need to talk about that. Ooh, right there, we need to talk about that, Right? You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. There you have it. Bible study exercise this week is on the subject of bitterness. The text is Genesis 42 through 48. You're going to spend the beginning of this week remembering what's been done to you and what you have done to others. You're going to spend some time studying, doing a little basic word study on the word bitterness and all related terms. And then you're going to read Genesis 42 through 48, looking for a possible answer to how Joseph was able to deal with what I think is obvious, some bitterness, some emotion. I mean, he gets emotional. Now, it may be just because he misses his family, or maybe there's some bitterness. You, you can tell me, but clearly, even if he doesn't have any bitterness, he's, a, he's able, how was he able to never get any bitterness in the first place? I I think the text has to give us some kind of answer, and that's what we're going to look for. Right. I I hate, sometimes I hate doing the introductions uh, in an empty room because I'm just, by the time I'm done, I'm just kind of like, well, did anyone get it? Do I need to say it again? Because it's just silence. It's, yeah, but uh, there you go. Email me if I need if I need to do another intro, I will. Just email me, newsif at yahoo.com. All right. Have a blessed week of Bible study. That blessing that you may experience this week may not be pretty. It may not feel like a blessing. It may not feel good. It may be difficult. It may be emotional. But when it's all said and done, it may prove to be greatly beneficial. All right. Thanks for listening. God bless.